What's up guys, we're back here after a long hibernation, but the stars have aligned and we're all in the same room to do a podcast. It is me, Drew, joined by Brock and Jason. What's up guys? Hey guys, how's it going? Hey Drew. Kind of going off the cuff today, getting right into some NBA free agency, uh, which starts in less than 24 hours, so we are all very excited. Uh, Let's just bang it off with the Anthony Davis trade to the Lakers. Jason. What was your first initial thought when this went down? So I was eating on the dinner table, and I just see my phone go off, and Bleacher Report reports, well, Woj was a bomb. Oh, Anthony Davis <laughs> traded, and I knew right away who the who they sent off to the Pelicans, and I knew mm-hmm. it was going to be Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart surrounding the deal, and Brandon Ingram, and I was very sad. Don't get me wrong, I love those young guys, but in order to win in the NBA, we needed another superstar. With the Warriors being down with Kevin Durant, this is our window, guys. Clay Thompson isn't playing next year, Kevin Durant isn't playing. Who needs to win? The Lakers, and they made that big move. Let me tell you guys, by the way, Rob Palinka, you know, most hated GM in the league, and you know, no one likes him in LA. And after that trade, he got a little bit more respect. And you know what? I get, I give him credit now. I mean, Rich Paul was the one that kind of made let the door open. But I mean, I honestly, I'm very excited for LA, the Lakers season, 2020, we're NBA champs, guys. I have my launcher set up already. I think you make a good point, Jason, that this is the window that we need to capitalize in because. We have three more guaranteed years of LeBron James, who's only getting older. Not that he's getting much worse, but age is always a factor. And, I mean, we need to win now. And that that means not working with a rebuilding team. It means bringing in some vets to to be useful for those last couple years with LeBron. Yeah, and here's, here's the number one thing. You really look, dive into what the Lakers gave up. They gave up Josh Hart, who was a late first-round pick at the end of the day. He hasn't produced terribly well um the time he does play he's played a lot of minutes uh i get the summer league mvp thing and he did show his flashes and he was a four-year player at villanova all all good signs to to be you know a solid role player in the nba but if that's an asset that the lakers can give up as a part with brandon ingram who's had terrible injuries each and every year like when's it going to stop he does not have necessarily a, a great body type to sustain or to uh, hold off these injuries I don't think um, and then you look at Lonzo who in my opinion you know I have very high hopes for him still 60 games 60 yeah some games if you're, only, you're playing 50 to 60 games a year like that's gonna kill us and look what they get back Anthony Davis probably possibly the best player in the NBA like it's easy to forget what he's capable of but he does it everyone's raving ranting and raving about Kawhi right now but Guess what? Anthony Davis does it on both sides of the floor, too. He was top five in the league in blocks, only playing 25 minutes a game the second half of the year. So you look at it, trade from that angle. And then also, best case scenario, I don't see Brandon Ingram or Lonzo being as good as Anthony Davis is right now and how good Anthony no. Davis is going to be the next six, seven, eight he's years. He's only 26, right? Yeah, Anthony Davis is only 26 years old. His he's, prime got, is... he's got six more years of his prime. So <laughs> I... I understand that people think that they gave up a lot, and they did. They gave up two number two picks, Josh Hart, like I said, first-round pick, and then three futures, which you could really throw them in the trash anyway for the Lakers. They were hoping to be lower in the first rounds anyway. But, like I said, best-case scenario, like I don't see those two becoming the best player in the NBA like Anthony Davis has done. Getting established versus what we don't know. That's that's the key, like you said. Exactly. You're trading. Would you have traded the the number two pick for, for Anthony Davis? Yeah, you probably would have. Absolutely, yeah. especially in the shoes. Like I said earlier, you know, you, the window is open right now. Toronto had one. Next year, someone else is going to win. Like, yeah, I do think that the West, um, although weaker with Durant and 
Clay's injury for the the um, Warriors if you know both of them end up back there. But you still got to look at the Nuggets, who were young last year. Jamal Murray really came on the second half of the year, um, and if they can stay healthy, then they're they're a real dangerous team. And then obviously, um, there's a lot of question marks still with the Rockets, but you know you can't you can't put them down after the second half they put together. They were really showed that they were a top two three team in the West last year, and if they are able to get Jimmy Butler, like some of the reports are showing right now, you know who knows where that puts their offense. Daryl Morey, there you never know what's gonna happen. Next thing you know, he'll trade a. Uh someone away Clint Capella Eric Gordon like they're talking about but how could you think Chris Paul and uh, James Harden could get along next season is it possible is it doable Drew is it doable I mean it's doable because we've seen it we've seen them get you know play together and make it work but I'll allude back to what you're saying about Daryl Morey this guy is going to trade everyone plus his mother yeah I mean and that that can't make people happy in the locker room hearing uh, all their names being thrown around in trade scenarios just like how it happened with the Lakers earlier this year seems like that took a big hit on them as well. I think it's a lot different, though, with the veterans. But but also, I think that the rumors coming out about Chris Paul maybe not being happy and wanting out there and then obviously conflicting reports with him directly saying that, you know, that's not the case. But just that swirling around in general, it's like you could tell that that's not the healthiest, like, locker room that's around. This isn't the first time CP3 has been had a problem. Right, Clippers, I mean, him and Blake no Griffin matter where back. he goes, it's going to... I mean, he's proven that he's, he's, he's a proven diva, but, I mean, he's going to help you win. He's getting old too. Like his those injuries, I feel like. Right. Do you so think it's he's like, valuable? If you're in Darren Moore's shoes, I yeah. feel like CP3 is his best time to like give him away, get get something else in return, right? I mean, you'd have to package a Clint Capella or someone else with him. I just think in terms of Chris Paul's contract right now, it's not. Oh, really, yeah. It's not really a tradable contract. Um, he's like you said, he is a, an older player, and you know he's getting paid. Shoot. $39 million this year. Yeah, that is. So, it's, it, it'd be tough to trade him. That's that's just intense. And there was some rumors swirling around with uh, CP3 might making a comeback to the Lakers. You know that little tad bit comeback? Oh, man. I yeah, but I don't think anybody would want him here anyways. But <laughs> Honestly, I think he'd be a great fit. Lower lower usage for LeBron uh, as a main ball handler. And he could do a lot more off-the-ball stuff. Um, a bunch of load management, too, during the season or what? Yeah, well, that's, that's another <laughs> thing is that... You know, that was the plan this year. It was not for LeBron to be playing 36, 37 minutes a game. The plan is for him to be a lot closer to 30 Mm -hmm. to 32. And, I mean, with Anthony Davis being as young Mm -hmm. and in his prime as he is, like, you could could give it all. You could put it all on him and then have LeBron rest whenever he needs to. At all times, it's going to be AD or LeBron on the floor. Like, I mean, that's pretty good. Like, I can't complain. But, But there's one worry that I have. Injuries. AD is known to be injury prone throughout the season. When was the last time he was injured? No, wasn't he injured last year? No. Then why did he? He didn't play last. The last because they were gonna trade him. They didn't want him to get hurt. So they saved him from not being hurt, so they yes. could trade him for good value. Exactly. That's but why they knew he's... they they know he's injury prone. That's why they sat him down. They know if he was gonna play, he'd get injured with a shoulder or something else. I mean, he's a he's an all star every year. No, I I love and, the guy. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like everybody's injury prone if they get hurt you know that's true so it's his career started that way yes but i think the past two three years he's he's kind of like knocked that off Mm -hmm. well i think the he's gonna have a lighter load also when you're surrounded by someone like lebron and then you talk about possibly adding another superstar that's gonna lighten the load i mean i i'm i agree with you i am nervous about injuries with with anyone that's dealt with it in the past but i i think the the load management will will be better for him Kind of a player we we're talking about Chris Paul to the Lakers, the possibility of it. And it would have to be a trade one, and right. not something that I would 
They don't have anything to trade. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing There's of yeah. interest to them. It'd have to be Kuzma and everything else. Yeah. yeah, whatever, whatever other picks whatever they non-existent have. assets but, uh, that they have. I really want to see Rondo back. Like I want, I want him because he well, has showed success with Anthony Davis and Pelicans, uh, right? With the Pelicans, um, taking the who they end up the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took them down. So I really think that him and then him and LeBron they seemed to mesh pretty well last year. Um, I think having him as like the the point guard for the team. I think that's a, a good secondary ball handler with LeBron on the bench. Well, when you look at your options, he's pretty much the only one left because you got Kemba committing to the Celtics. You have Kyrie looking at going to the Nets. Then you're kind of just left with D'Angelo Russell, who who's, I mean, a possibility. But after him, who's left? It's that's... it's the Rondo tier. So, yeah, I'd love to have Rondo if we don't get Russell. or And that's it. I mean, all the other big point guards that are going to help us are gone. Kind of interesting. Would you right now? Would you guys rather have Kyrie, Kemba, or D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I like Kyrie. Just know, just because I know that Kyrie and LeBron can, you know, mesh well. Jason, he's a diva. I know. Jason, if you're worried about injuries, oh, that, that I mean, Kyrie's knee is good to get blown out once a year. Well, not only that, like he probably has the knees of a sixty-year-old man at this point. <laughs> you think it's that bad? I mean, every year he's he's. Having some sort of like cartilage replacement, and he's got these freaking braces and and compression sleeves and whatnot. I think it's hard. I think he's the best player of the three. But um, something interesting is Kobe has his series detail, and in that series, he kind of talked a lot when the year that LeBron and him were playing together is that it's really every time they go down, it was ISO ball. It was LeBron ISO, and Mm. then Kyrie ISO, then LeBron ISO. And then if they were able to, you know, uh, make plays off of their double teams, then they would do that. Um, Kyrie did average the most assists per assist per game of his career this year, which is kind of interesting to see him take over that playmaker role more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at how this, how poorly the Celtics underperformed, or how much they underperformed this year. Like, I mean, I don't see Kyrie. He wants to be the man. He said he wants to be the man. He's not he, the man. He left though. LeBron, and he's he's not ready for that. He's not able to take on that load. I also heard that when LeBron came back to the Cavs, he did, he wanted to get traded. He didn't want to share that spotlight even then. Absolutely, yeah. So I don't, I don't think that him going to the Lakers was ever really a possibility. I think it was it was a cool thing to think about, but yeah, not not his scene really. Yeah, um, just for my answer, the Kemba Kyrie versus D'Angelo Russell. I'm genuinely intrigued by Russell because I think he's probably the best three point shooter out of the three of them, and obviously his potential could could definitely reach both of them is I mean Kyrie's probably the best scorer I mean Kemba's a great scorer too but Kemba is just his size is so unattractive that I, I could oh, even I could exactly I think, he's, I think he's easily third out of those three I was just gonna yeah. say that yeah. the best thing about D'Angelo Russell is his size yeah he can shoot he can drive and he can hit his free throws I mean yeah he's, he's all around point guard yeah he could score 40 do you think without him not having the ball they can still do well because you know back in when he was in Brooklyn He'd shoot threes. He'd shoot like all the time. But you know, LeBron's gonna be the one with the ball. What do you think with how that's gonna be? Let's say if Russell was a a sign and trade done deal. I think that he would be the the secondary ball handler behind LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when LeBron's on the bench, I think their minutes would be staggered a lot, and then it'd be him, LeBron, AD, Kuz in the closing role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he would still, like I said, with LeBron's minutes, hopefully being able to go down a little bit this year in the regular season. I think that gives D'Angelo a really good opportunity to um, shine with other great players, too. Well, let's see what they do. Yeah, Kuzma, LeBron, AD. By the way, a quick question. What do you think? How are they going to use AD? 
like the same way they've been using him with the Pelicans, or is it like a different possibility Dude, that Frank Vogel is going to use him? Think of this. Think of this. A just pick and roll with LeBron and Anthony. That Davis. sounds devastating. <laughs> like, come on, that's it's going to be an All Star game. That's yeah. what it's going to be like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you have you have Kuzma in one of the corners and D'Angelo Russell in one of the other corners. I mean, I want D'Angelo Russell because I feel like that's a, you know, kind of reconciling their their issues that they had picking right. Nick Young Swaggy P over him. Right. But uh, you know, they they do still have a couple players. I believe Reggie Bullock is still on the roster. I think he is. Well, is he not? I don't think he, no, he's I, not. I believe he's a free agent. But yeah. we were oh, talking okay. about point guards and who's available. And just so you guys know, here's a couple of available point guards still. Let me know if any of these interest you. We have Rondo still, Patrick Beverly, who's probably going to be way too much. Patrick I love Beverly, Patrick Beverly like, guys. I, if the Lakers could get him, no. just, what? just no. keep, him in, keep him on the back of the bench until the playoffs. What are you talking and about? Unleash yeah. the beast. He's going to want like 15 mil or something. I mean, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, hold on real quick. So we got Manuel Moutier, Alfred Payton, Ew. Derek Rose, who I heard is talking to the Pistons with yeah, my sources. Two years. Terry Rozier, who is a restricted free He's agent. That's a lot of money. Isaiah Thomas, Ew. welcome back. <laughs> I forgot uh, he's a Lakers guy. Malcolm Brogdon, who's who's gonna see. get paid. Seventy six years. But I think that that'd be a nice little pickup. We got T.J. McConnell and Jeremy Lin. So so out of realistic picks, I think it's Rondo. I think it's who else is on the list. There's uh, Patrick I, Beverly. I think you're set on Rondo. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Rondo's really the cheapest though. Like you get a lot with Rondo. Him. Rondo or Alfred Payton, I think, are the two guys. Alfred Payton? Because I feel like Alfred Payton could could be like kind of a secondary player, mm-hmm. a good secondary player. You know, um, handled the ball a lot with the second with the 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 backups. Mm-hmm. I feel like he could be solid in that role. He obviously he he's put up his fair share of triple doubles. He's he's a good all around player. Probably won't have to break the bank for him. Right. Um. But for me personally, I just think Rondo. I think he's the best bet. Let's rephrase this question, not just focusing on point guards. The whole free agency, the Lakers, who would you want that would fit? I think... If, A level, B level, C, C level, who do you think... I mean, I want Kawhi. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I think everybody does. I mean, don't we all want Kawhi, but is yeah. that really going to happen? Like, Honestly, the tweets that came out today from Woj, I do feel like he... He's he's opening the door to it being realistic. Before you know, it's it's fun to mention anybody, mm-hmm. the top free agents and the Lakers, but this seems realistic. Do, three? Does he want to be the third star here? Doesn't he want to would be he, the alpha? Would he would he be the third star? There's a report today that said LeBron is more than uh, welcoming, um, adapting to the people around him. He knows that, you know, he's obviously. I still think he's the top top three or four player. Like even year after year. Um, but he he said today or today a report came out that you know I'm willing to to adapt to the people around me you know I want to win. That's well, my look goal what he did win. with Anthony Davis. He gave him his number. Number. That's a big. I mean, LeBron. We're not going to talk about that. Listen, <laughs> LeBron's in desperate. Oh, that's right. <laughs> For all of those who don't know, and this just registered with me by the way. I literally just now. And <laughs> Brock had mentioned in the group chat after the the number swap that how it's not fair to the people who had bought in his jersey you know that invest that money that's uh, just not cool to switch your number and yeah just now i realized that brock has a lebron jersey <laughs> you have an anthony davis jersey now just think of it so that now way. you have an anthony davis jersey. no i'm gonna burn it you have an anthony james jersey <laughs> anthony james yeah my second favorite player 
We'll burn it, and then for the draft this year, we'll get you your uh, number six LeBron jersey. I know that's what pisses me off. That just I, goes to show you, know, I that, have that, to get that, it. that's a lesson to learn here. Don't buy people's jerseys because you'll always be disappointed. Retired. Only once they're retired and in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the last jersey I bought before this was Darren McFadden, so I know disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> Darren McFadden. Jerseys, just get a jersey. Get your team's logo on it, rep them, and that's that. What were we talking about? I think uh, a, an interesting little game would to be let's let's pick out the top five free agents. Okay. So I think Kevin Durant is still in that. I yeah. think Kyrie Irving is a part of that. Kawhi. Well, we'll take out Kyrie since since He's there's committed. a there's a hush hush deal with the Nets. Uh, we'll do KD. We'll do Kawhi. Um, we'll do. I think Clay is still there. He's no, gone he's to the Warriors. Yeah, they gave him a. They're gonna. You think so? I don't they, they, know. There's a deal. There's a report out He's there going saying back. that they're going to offer him 190. Was that pretty official? I don't know. I, I, it, I that's I, how I interpreted it. Yeah. Okay, so so Katie, Kawhi, <laughs> who are our other free agents that we're uh, really waiting on? D'Angelo Russell. I think Russell, he's probably yes. a top five free agent out there. Jimmy Butler. Yes. And let's pick one more. Kristaps Porzingis. Not a free agent. They're going to max him out. They said. But he is a free agent. But they said they're going to max him out. Okay. Like that's. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, they have nothing to lose. I think they're going to go all in. They, they have to build around him. What do you mean? Well, no, they build around Luca. Well, yeah, but you got who? Who are you gonna? Who else? I know, but just just a seven four guy coming off of ACL, ACL, like that's scary. I feel like if you're in Dallas's position, you're not getting any of these top guys. You know None you're of right. these top guys. Yeah, go all in on and all in. I mean, if you can't lose out on them either, you know. All right, all right. So, so, so out of those four guys, Jimmy Butler. D'Angelo Russell, Kawhi, and KD. Where do you think each of them are going, Jason? I say KD. Uh, KD's just a toss-up. I'm going to say he's going to go to the Nets. KD to the Nets. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Nets. I just okay. Even though he said he wasn't considering the Nets at all. KD to the Nets. Okay, okay. it's either Knicks or Nets. New York. How about no, that? No. I okay. say which team. I don't okay. say which state. Let's go to the freaking... <laughs> I'll go... You know what? I don't want to back down anymore. I'll just go Nets. Stick with it. I'll okay. stick with Let's it. Let's write these down. I, okay. All right. So Katie to the Nets for Jason, and then who who was next? D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. I think he's gonna go with the Lakers now because Kyrie does a hush hush deal like he said. Yeah. With the Nets. I think D'Angelo Russell really did want to stay with the Nets because I feel like he was a huge part of that team becoming what they became by the end yeah. of the season. Um, significantly underperformed as a team and a player in the playoffs, but uh, yeah, I feel like that team they seem to have really good camaraderie and like a really good uh, culture over there. And so, he had one of the coolest uh, magazine covers ever with the crown off to the side of his head. You yeah, the, like the, the slam the, the bigger oh, yeah. edition. That, that was, was that was a pretty impressive. So that I th- alone I think, is enough to stay. I think that's lit a, a new fire under him, kind of something that uh, he's able to to you know keep that chip on his shoulder. Well, all right, Brock. We don't need to know your answer just yet. So let's let Jason finish <laughs> the rest of these free agents. Okay. So <laughs> we have there. Jimmy Butler. Um, I'm gonna That's say, a tough one. Sign and trade with Houston. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Clippers are not. Gonna... I don't get why they would do a sign and trade. That makes no sense to me. But I, that, like you said, they're yeah. they're saying that though. Maybe the, is God, he an he, unrestricted free agent? He's an unrestricted free agent. Well, okay. That's really and then Kawhi. I say with all this rumors swirling around, I'm gonna go him staying put with the Raptors. Okay. Wow. I, I don't know, man. You know these thoughts are very wild. Next day there'll probably be something different. I mean, that's now. what's crazy is we're gonna probably know tomorrow. Tomorrow. For most of these. Okay. Drew, right, how Drew? about you? Okay, I'm gonna start with D'Angelo Russell, and with him, with there's talks being him meeting with the Timberwolves. I think that Big Cat is gonna. 
uh, lure him to the Timberwolves. I think that they're they're gonna have a nice little thing together. I don't think they'll ever win a championship, but I think that D'Angelo Russell uh, will make a stupid decision to go there. Dang. Hate to say it, but I think that's gonna happen. Okay. Uh, I think KD will go to the dun, 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 Knicks. Oh. No matter what, he's going to the Knicks. No matter what, even if there's no Kyrie, even if no one goes with him, and he's gonna start his own legacy there because. He's so sensitive that all this talk about him with the super team with the Warriors has gotten to him, and he wants to prove to everyone. And after an Achilles, shoot, everyone's going to be rooting for him at this point. But I'm sure he still has it in his head that everyone hates him, so he's going to the Knicks by himself. Next, who do we have? Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, the toughest one I'll do last. Who else was it? Kawhi. Kawhi? Kawhi? All right. Buckle your seatbelts, guys. All right, seatbelts are buckled. Go to the Lakers. No oh, surprise. Yes. He's getting maxed out the Lakers. We're going to win a championship two in a row, lose the third year, and then go back to the fourth year when LeBron signs again. All right, last one's Jimmy Butler, and this one is the toughest. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's going to follow who? Kevin Durant to the Knicks. That's wow. right. Jimmy Butler and Kevin Durant, they're best friends. That's what I know. Those are, are my sources. No, they're not. I was going to say, <laughs> I know they played on Team USA together, but... But listen, guys, friends, these but... are bold predictions for a reason, and that's what I'm going with. All right. Um, I'll kind of take the reins here now um, and give you guys the right answers. Oh. <laughs> so, an interesting thing is I really did... Th- I think KD will go to the Knicks, but they kind of have an interesting dynamic with Kevin Knox being a similar size and position and also RJ Barrett being similarly sized and position. So, that could either... None of, none of those three really play defense... I mean, KD's uh, established himself kind of as more of a rim protector, playing the five a lot with Golden State the past two years. But um, I do think KD's going to go to the Knicks. I, D'Angelo Russell, I don't think he's going to go to the Lakers, but he's going to do a wild card move. Look at the places he's played. He's played in Brooklyn, New York, and then also in L.A. I think he's a big city guy. He's got that personality, and he's got the talent and the ice in his veins to, to hold up to a franchise like that. So... You know, I'm going to say Lakers because the, the drum beat seems to be going that way, um, which obviously takes Kawhi out of question for the Lakers. So where's Kawhi going to go? I don't think that Kawhi's going to stay. I don't think he wants to stay there. I think Kawhi wants to go to maybe – man, that's tough. Don't say it. Don't say it. That's tough. I know uh, what you're thinking. I, I – If any – you know, maybe – I'm going to say staying in Toronto just to be safe, but I just – I don't firmly believe that. Like, I can't say that with conviction. Mm-hmm. But for Jimmy Butler, I think he's going to go to the Heat. Ooh. I heard that, too. I think I think that's the best fit for him. Um, he could kind of be, like, the number one guy there. Uh, Drogic is a really good player, too. And, um, I mean, besides that, they have a lot of role players. He could kind of take over that D-Wade role that D-Wade played, you know, his whole career. That's a good point. Yeah, that would be some good shoes to fill for him. But here's something crazy that I just thought about while you were saying that. Wouldn't it make sense? And let's say let's say KD goes with the Knicks. What about D'Angelo Russell teaming up with KD going to the Knicks, saying, "All right, Nets, I see you. You don't want me. Well, I'll, I'll just go across town, the rival team, That's take care true, of business there." But I don't know how all in they are on on Dennis Smith Jr. over there. You know, because De- come on, they traded a lot for him. They gave up Porzingis for him. Like so, obviously they have they have a lot of trust in him. He's played pretty well the second half of the year after he was traded, and that's without really knowing any sort of system. That's a super dysfunctional like front office. I feel like I feel like Dennis Smith Jr. is 
his ceiling is is nowhere near D'Angelo Russell's. I I agree, but you don't know what the Knicks are thinking. The Knicks are yeah, and then you're right. The and the Knicks are the offer. worst ownership and in the yeah. NBA. They gave up who a guy we were just talking about is going to get maxed out, Kristaps Porzingis, mm-hmm. for DSJ. So obviously they have some sort of they feel some type of way about him, and I mean he's with him and RJ Barrett and Kevin Knox like that's who it's going to be. That's the core right there. Well, how many times has Dennis Smith Jr. been traded already Once. in his career, and how many years? Two, <laughs> two years in the NBA. <laughs> Listen, Dennis Smith Jr. is not very valuable, in my opinion. I, I think I, I think he's I know, super movable. I know and that's I think, what you think, but it's not what you think. It's what the Knicks think. You're the right. Knicks and, think highly of him. Well, the Knicks think highly of a lot of stupid people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Dennis Smith Jr. being one of them. That is very true. I heard Dolan didn't want to give. Uh, he's very hesitant on giving uh, KD a max offer. Just because of his uh, his injury, which I feel like at this point you offer KD whatever you want, because you offer anyone whoever exactly, you want that like, even wants to who come wants to there. Who wants to go to the Knicks? Like Andre Iguodala said, no yeah, one wants to go to the Knicks. You'd rather go to the Nets at this point. That's true. The Nets are the much more attractive team, uh, nicer, newer arena. But I don't know. I just have, I just have a feeling the Knicks. They have that. They have that allure. Bottom line is, you know, they're they're in New York. That's Madison they're in a beautiful place. MSG. Everyone says it's one of the best places to play. Um, I don't know. I feel like the shine is there in the big markets. Here's another thing. If if Dennis Smith Jr. was a free agent right now and D'Angelo <laughs> Russell was a free agent right I mean, now, what the difference in money like would be outstanding. But also, that's another thing to look at is the if, money. Yeah, but I mean, if you're looking at talent, the money the money equates to the talent. And if if you want to go there, you're looking at Dennis Smith Jr. who who maybe is a ten million a year guy right now. To a definitely twenty plus million dollar year guy, and if, if that if that judges someone's talent, then I want to go with the higher paid guy. I mean that's that's a fine logic way to look at it. I'm not saying that D'Angelo is is not better than um, I think DS, DSJ, but I'm saying I just get really excited when I think about I think about KD and D'Angelo Russell with the Knicks. I think that's just a that's the only thing to like salvage the Knicks. Yeah, I think that's a killer duo, but I just. I don't think it's going to happen. These Knicks, man, they need to get it together. They have a bunch of free agents on the market. 40% of the NBA market is going to be free agents. And let's see if they go hard this summer. Or, you know, how they like to usually do. You know, take a little seat in the back. And wait for next season. <laughs> yeah, they'll get they'll get Moutier or something. Something uninspiring. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Moutier. I don't, I don't like Moutier at all. I don't think I have so. zero interest in him. I, I, I wanted the Lakers to draft him over D'Angelo Russell. He has so many spurts, and then as soon as you get excited about him, he just he bums you out again mm-hmm. yeah. with like an 0 for 8 shooting night. Yeah. Well, one, this is like totally sidetracking, by the way, guys, but one free agent that we haven't talked about that has relations, that we had relations to, was Julius Randle. He's oh. going to get paid. Where do you think? I heard the Knicks. Big there was one rumor oh. that the Knicks might have been interested in him, but that was a while ago, so I don't know if that's still relevant. But Julius Randle, he's made a name for himself. Hmm. That's tough not knowing like a lot of the cap situations off the top of yeah. my head. Yeah. It's like, it's good you know, because, yeah, I mean. He could fit with anyone. If the the Rockets are able to pull off some sort of trade where they clear the cap space of Capella Ooh, and yeah. P.J. Tucker, I think he'd be a really good fit over there. Um, but, I mean, that's, I, I just don't, I don't know. He's from Texas. That's he would be a Clint Capella on steroids. He was a, he was really highly linked to Dallas when he was a free agent the year before. So uh, maybe Dallas would be a destination. Aren't they bringing back DeAndre Jordan too? 
Uh, Dallas? Yeah. I, I don't know, are they? I There's think, rumors I that think, they won't. Oh, okay, well, if they have possible. DJ and Chris Epson, they're yeah. not going to mess with him. So New York Knicks have the number one. Yeah, the Sixers, they have a lot of cap space, it looks like, just but they're going to have to pay their guys next year, that's the thing. So Tobias, they have, or is that this year? Well, Tobias is this year, but they're going to have they have to wait for Ben Simmons and Embiid. Oh, they have to pay the both guys. of them. So do you think they're going to hold off on Butler and Tobias then? Well, I think Here's Bo- a, Butler's not going back there. Here's a question. What do you guys think about the, the Philly uh, dynamic and who needs to get paid and when? Is is Ben Simmons worth max money? That's so hard. That's such such a good question because I genuinely have no idea. Because he flashed so much in his, his second year, a.k.a. his rookie year. And then this past year, he didn't improve his jumper at all in any way, shape, or form. He's a 6'10". He can't shoot free throws. He can't. He does not attempt threes. He has zero made threes in his career. Me and him have the same amount of made threes in the NBA. It's not bad that he had zero threes. Zero. No way. Zero. <laughs> he's scared. They're they're literally saying that he's scared to attempt threes. They, weren't they pressuring him in the playoffs to shoot threes? Like, yes, because if you don't shoot them, then they're not going to guard you at all. Yeah. And you, the chance of you making an open a three is greater than you making a contested three. Um, Embiid, obviously, you know he's a top six, seven, five player in the league. They gotta pay him. Um, I think you do max out Simmons just because of what he does around the floor. Um, his defensive possibilities, I think, are there just due to his size. He's you know he's got really long arms. He's very tall and he's a great ball handler and he sets up the offense very well. Great passer, really good vision. Um, so in my opinion, those are their two guys. They have to roll with them. So I'm gonna say yes to maxing out Ben Simmons. I talked myself into it. You talked. I, I would do the same thing just because. I mean, I feel like you got to go after Ben Simmons now. I mean, there's always going to be that theory of you can develop his shot. I mean, is there, is it really a thing, though? I, I feel like the potential for him to probably make a, something, I don't know, do they develop shots like that? Is there anybody in the NBA that's developed a, like a shot from rookie year to now where they're like, oh, wow, you know, like... I, I think it's possible for him to get into, I mean, even a... a barely below average shooter or something but the way i look at it from philly's perspective is they're the only ones that can capitalize on this because they can get something out of him when he's a free agent a they're not going to get anything and b the people that do get him are they're paying for him they're not getting something out of it they're just paying money for him but if you're the sixers you can look at the situation and say i can still get something out of a guy that i'm not sure is worth max money or not and you can get assets out of them. So you're kind of thinking you would rather like re-sign Tobias or Butler and then trade him? <sighs> See, I, I feel like I listen. I think that's a great idea, but I feel like Butler is is kind of a cancer, especially on a team that wants to have fun, but that Tobias wants to be loose. Right? Well, then Tobias, yeah, I think. Well, <laughs> see, he's really had only one good year. Yeah, no, I agree, but I I don't think any of these guys aside from Embiid is really worth max. I think I think Butler's worth max money on the right team, and I don't think Philly is the right team for him to get max money. Oh, like I said, I think not. I think they're a team that needs to be loose and needs to have fun around Embiid, and Butler doesn't necessarily fit with that. Do you think he held them off in the playoffs last year, or just in general that when he? I don't. I don't think so, Butler, man. I, Butler carried them a couple. Times I think in the that playoffs. I think they're all on the same page once they got to the playoffs. I mean, shoot, look who you went up against. Like Kawhi's just in another level. Yeah, and they they took him to six games. It was a close series. Obviously, a buzzer beater is what pulled it off. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I think I think Jimmy Butler. He's a he's a great player, but I don't think he's in, even in the conversation for top five, top ten player. So for me, 
obviously every team is going to max out one player pretty much, it seems like. So you need to start playing. If there's team. 30 maxes, I mean, he's a top 30 player. Agreed. Easily. And you can't really look at money these days at, like, it's fair. I mean, if, if you're a, a really good player, you're getting a bunch of money, way more than probably you deserve. But, I mean, like you said, everyone, every team's going to max out one guy and get ridiculous money. So Yeah, because, I mean, like we were talking about Julius Randle, like, he was getting $9 million this year. He's going to get probably 23 to $25 million in free agency a year is what I would guess because he played so well. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, he wasn't even an all-star. Yeah, the, the money just is inflated it's year after year. It's different now. Yeah, it's true. Well, how about another guy that that's kind of gone under the radar with all this new uh, talks coming out today, Mike Conley getting traded to oh. the Utah Jazz. How big of a move is that? I think it's a weird move. I think it's a, a statement that they don't want um, Donovan Mitchell to handle the ball as much as he, he was. Because, um, interestingly enough, late in games, it was a lot of Joe Ingles. And Joe Ingles really fell off the second half of the year. And it put more pressure on uh, Donovan Mitchell. So I think they just want to kind of increase the amount of ball handlers. With uh, they Obviously, Ricky Rubio's leaving. Um, he's a free agent? I, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't. there's no reason for him. He's, he's a redundant asset at this point when you're giving Conley $30 million And obviously, it's third year for uh, Donovan Mitchell. They're going to have to pay him coming up. And Rubio's not the kind of guy that wants to come off the bench, I'm sure. Yeah, Rubio doesn't seem like that type of cat. So... I think it's a, a solid move, but I Conley is just he's a good player. He's a good defensive player, but they're they're not they did what the Lakers did last year, I think. The Lakers built a team th- with just playmakers and they didn't do what the whole league is doing with the shooters and then this year the Jazz are kind of building a defensive team. They're going against the shooters and it's just like you know, you honestly I'd rather see my team go with the trends as opposed to try to break a trend. And We've seen him firsthand, like you said. Yeah, so I mean, Conley, a really good player, but I mean, is he still an all-star caliber talent? I don't know. I mean, here's the Jazz, though, again, in the situation where you look at the West and there might be an opening, so you have to go for that. You know, you go for whatever it's going to take. I mean, they're essentially like a, a mid-level market team, right? So they're not necessarily attracting Kawhi Leonard or, or any oh, of these yeah, big guys out there. Not. So, I mean, you got to make these... Yeah smaller relatively smaller moves to i mean compete and survive something kind of interesting about the jazz do you think their uh their fan interactions with russell westbrook the past couple years do you think that actually is gonna would affect like a free agent going there at the at the end of the day i feel like most free agents forgot about that when it did happen i feel like oh we're not i think team that's a decision we're not trying to go to but just the fact that it's utah Utah, if utah's willing to pay you bad enough yeah yeah Yeah. if, if utah's willing to pay you the player's not going to turn down money for that. That's, I feel like that's true. They're they're not going to turn down money, but it's also reverts to the point that no one's going to Utah like willingly. You know exactly. You're going to get paid if you're a star anywhere that you want to go, and Utah doesn't have an enticing enough young core to really want to go to. I mean, they're great. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. They're great. No, it's a great. I think it's a great young core. Great, great. Yeah, Derek Favors, Ingles, Dante Exum. Okay, it's not super young, but it's a good. They have a good core. Okay, good. They, they got a good core. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like they traded away. Uh, what's uh, the Demar? Uh, no, not Demar. Jay Crowder. He? Jay Crowder. I feel like he was a. I feel like he's a very big. It's an impact the small forward position. I mean, and who else did they trade away? They traded Kyle Korver. and he's not what he <laughs> used to be. But I feel mm. like they kind of gave up a lot for Mike Conley, who's thirty-one years old. 
So, like, at this point, you're going all in? Well, that's what, like, Drew said, you yeah. know, like, the West is open, as open as it's ever going to be, probably. And you think putting that, doing that, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, better than Ricky Rubio, like, you like, I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, good luck stopping Anthony Davis and LeBron. Yeah. Back to that. As, as long as the Lakers don't get Kawhi, the West is going to be pretty interesting. If the Lakers get Kawhi, it's going to be, they're going to be the super team. And then the Warriors are going to be, like, the underdogs, pretty much. Watch the Lakers get Kawhi, then Al Horford signs like a vet minimum. <laughs> oh, how beautiful would that be! <laughs> Woo, Al Horford, what? Can you say championship? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna sign with the Celtics, and all of a sudden, like like a day later, um, yeah, I'm backing out. Dude, uh, the this... Celtics fell apart. I know. I think there's, I think there's some dysfunction at the top. Things I don't. Split. I don't know what it is exactly, but you know, it's Danny Ainge. I don't know. He's been so good. Though. Well, I no, feel like I feel... it all stemmed from when I, as soon as Isaiah Thomas was traded, there was like a stigma there that they don't care about their players. They don't. It's the same yeah. thing like Daryl Morey. Yeah, He's I was going to trade was, anybody. Yeah. But that's the game, though. Like, are you really going to be it, that sensitive? Right. And I agree. I don't think it's right. But I think that that's kind of just the stigma that they have now. Well, it's just like the Lakers, how there's this trade rumors throughout the whole season for AD being traded. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers young didn't handle it well. And look, they have Jason Tatum that was in trade talks, Jalen mm-hmm. Brown that was in trade talks. Marcus Smart and some of these guys are still on the team and I feel like it's it imp- it has impacted them and I don't know where they're going to go from here. I feel like Gordon Hayward's on a max. Um, honestly, I thought it was a good That's move rough. back in the day, but oh, now of course. Well, I think as a full off season being healthy, I think that'll help him out. He played okay the second half of the year or like the last quarter of the year. I you're, think, I you're think, talking about a guy that got maxed out, though. I mean, maxed yeah, out, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's you're that's you're tied up with stuff. him. He's yeah, not he really he's not going anywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I look at the Celtics and I see them and I say like, would I rather have just looking at the Lakers from last year? Would I rather have Kuzma, Ingram, and Lonzo, or would I rather have Hayward, Tatum, and Jalen Brown? You know, like give me the the like the former Lakers side, like, and so if they're doing that and the Lakers were only able to win forty games or something or 38 games or whatever like i don't see it in the celtics but back in the day well not back in the day a couple months ago how the celtics had more leverage than the lakers just because of those young guys yeah and well, now i just i don't know those young guys they just don't terribly inspire me like jason I, tatum fell off jason tatum like he scored his like 16 points a game like <laughs> that's fun like he doesn't play defense and he he's not a ball handler like Okay. People like got so excited about him. Well, yeah, he had, a, he had a good rookie year. He had some big splash plays. but And then Jalen Brown, too. It's like, all right, like right, let's see it. Like I think the stretch that Ingram went on last year before he had his blood clot issue, like he was scoring 25 a game, and I don't think we've seen that out of Jalen Brown. The Pelicans have a lot to look forward to, guys. A Even, lot to look for. They got a young, they got a bunch of young guys. They I got mean, a bunch of young guys. It's gonna be, but New Orleans I mean, Lakers better than AD yeah. not playing or not wanting to be there. Like, right? You have something to look forward to compared to like. Training. I think I think it's definitely something to look forward to. But after going what we went through with the Lakers, it's like they had the number two pick three separate times and it didn't work out. And so like I don't I don't think like that anymore. Um, I the potential is there, but potential doesn't win games. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Though, Leo local for by the way, guys. Next AD hot take. <laughs> I know they're they're holding on to him. I mean, he he did very well at the end of the season last year. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Sorry, kind of off topic, no, no. but if Kawhi goes to the West, who's coming out of the East? Is it just the oh, Bucks? Oh, dude, it's to... the, well the Bucks. They uh, Malcolm Brogdon was a big part of their team. If and yeah, see, they could be start in Chris Middleton. I mean, they'll they'll probably have to they're tie him up, him. but I mean, he he could potentially. 
technically go somewhere else. Chris Middleton's the type of player where it's like a mistake max. Like they max him out, and they it's need, like they have just because you you have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to. Man, don't don't besmirch the name of Chris <laughs> Middleton, man. Chris Middleton has been a well more than serviceable. He he could well more than serviceable should not get you maxed out. <laughs> One time All Star. He could be a multiple time all. He could have been a multiple time All Star. And it was questionable this year. Okay, so. listen to their pending free agents. That they're gonna they're gonna about to, they might lose. They got Chris Middleton. I mean, they're gonna resign him, like you said. Uh, Miritek, he's gone. He's gone. He went to Euro. Barcelona. Yeah, very surprising. I thought the Did you hear about that, Brock? No. Dude, you hear about the- Chris? Oh, I mean, surprise. <laughs> Nik- Nikolai Miritich is going to the Euro League. Yeah. And they said there's reports out that there's multiple interested NBA teams that would pay him. But he's being a star. I heard that he's a star over there, and he's getting paid way more. It's than just it's easier yeah. over there. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be the A-man over there. He's yeah, he'll the, average 35. No one's going to break his jaw over there. Yeah, yeah. that is true. No one's going to punch him in the mouth. And then we got Brooke Lopez. Wow, guys. Last season, those threes uh, he was taking. I don't know. He was beneficial to the Bucks. And I know his his numbers are going to be up this year. The Lakers are after him. A couple other teams. Malcolm Brogdon, like you guys said, I heard the 76ers are interested in him. Uh, Pal Gasol, I mean, he's pretty he's good as gone. Good as, yeah, 39. I think this is why Jimmy Butler should just sit back and wait. And see where all the dominoes fall because that drives he's, up the money though. That That's does, the only yeah. problem. But he's gonna see the east, and it's gonna be bare bones. It's gonna be like a desert. It's gonna be the Sahara Desert, and he's gonna be like, I just need to attach. I just need to hitch my wagon to one team, and then we're we're championship contenders. If the Bucks fall apart, like kind of how Jason's saying that they could, I I don't see why Jimmy Butler wouldn't. Like you said, Brock, go to the Heat or something. Yeah. And start something there. The Heat, not to mention that are, makes it a, a are in the negative for their cap. They have 13 people signed, and they're minus. So they, they would need to do they're a lot of moving around. They're one of the last around. teams in the NBA, yeah. They maxed Hassan Whiteside. They have Goran Dragic getting paid money. a lot yeah. of money. Olenek, yeah. Olenek as well. Um, they have a lot of people under the under the cut on the cap right now. And uh, Guys, I don't know. I mean, let's see what the East holds for us. And what about the West? I mean, that's a, the dominoes need to fall. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific. That's when we're going to find out. That's when things are going to happen. Yeah, folks, make sure you have your phones turned on. Make sure your notifications are all on. Make sure that the group chat isn't muted. You know, because uh, tomorrow, <laughs> it's 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 going to be lit tomorrow. There's going to be some Brock bombs, some Drew bombs, and some J-bombs <laughs> in the GM. So be ready for that. <laughs> I heard there's a, there's a tweet out there saying that NBA free agency is way better than any TV show out there. Or better oh, yeah. than the NBA Finals, which is, I was like, I don't know, Listen. man. I'm like... The NBA, there's a reason why they're on TNT, because the TNT slogan is we know drama. There is some good drama Ooh. in the NBA. No okay? league is more petty than the NBA. No, no league is more exciting than the NBA. No league is more fun to watch than the NBA. Couldn't agree 100% more than that. <laughs> well, on that screw up, I think we'll we'll uh, end it there. What do you guys say? I think uh, it was nice to be back. Looking forward to you know putting out more content for everyone. Yeah. Awesome, and guys. Can't wait. Can't wait to make it better. All right, guys. We'll see you. Bye.